Whether the action is at the link or the bank, there's never an off day on Broad Street. It's the biggest news of the day, every day, with takes from someone who's never short on them. It's WIP Daily with Joe Giglio. Welcome into the inaugural episode. Is inaugural the the right word? First, initial, original, whatever. It's the first episode of WIP Daily. I'm Joe Gillier, going to be your host on this feed every single day. I'm excited for this. And if you're an old listener to the Angelo Cataldi show and the podcast feed, uh, you're seeing this, the the feed changed over. We hope everyone uh, who has subscribed to this particular feed before enjoys what we're doing here. WIP Daily, new podcast, where I'm going to be doing a different, a big take every day. And then we're going to bring you the best of the best on what's going on on WIP and all our great podcasts. And today I want to just jump into uh, the state of the NFC quarterbacks. You know what? Aaron Rodgers officially, officially out now and to the New York York Jets. The NFC is a wasteland at the quarterback position, and there is no question that Jalen Hurts resides at or near the top. And I want to get to my list right now, and I'm just going to pencil Bryce Young in. I know the draft hasn't happened as I as I record this here this morning, but I'm just going to pencil right now Bryce Young into the Carolina Panthers. So with that, we have 16 projected starting quarterbacks. You know, there could be some battles and a couple of the bottom, you know, could go a different way with a, a maybe a number two quarterback taking the job. But I have a pretty good feel right now on who will be the 16 opening day quarterbacks in the NFC. So let's rank them. And I'm going to do it a little bit differently than just one, you know, one through 16. I want to do it in tiers because I think tiers really set up what we're dealing with in the conference. And I have... I have five different tiers. I have, you know, four tiers and then a, a fifth tier that is just in a separate category. So let, let's go through this and we'll kind of lead to where Jalen Hurts is and, and why the Eagles, despite losing a lot this offseason, having some uncertainty on the defensive side of the football, are in a class above in the NFC and why they're obviously, obviously the favorite to go back to the Super Bowl. But let's start at the bottom. And, and this, I'm going to call this tier, um, you know, 13 through 16, okay? You know, the bottom four quarterbacks in the NFC. We'll start at the way bottom. Baker Mayfield. I mean, boy, did the Bucks go from the penthouse to the outhouse fast. I mean, Baker Mayfield is a replacement level, backup level quarterback. I know he had a nice moment last year with the with the Los Angeles Rams. He's the bottom of the barrel right now uh, in terms of the NFC. We'll see what the Bucks do if they, if they end up drafting anybody. But right now, the fact that they're slated to have Baker Mayfield as their starting quarterback, the Bucks season is over today. It is over today before it even begins. Before Todd Bowles even gets those guys to training camp, the Bucs season is over. Number 16 is Baker Mayfield. And number 15, a guy I actually have a little bit of faith in, um, and I think he could rise on this list pretty quickly, and that's Desmond Ritter in Atlanta. You know, it wasn't overly impressive his first, you know, three or four starts in the last year with the Atlanta Falcons, but I see something there with Desmond Ritter, and I think the Falcons are a team on the rise. They've added a lot. They had a good free agency period. We'll see what they do with, with a high draft pick here in the top 10. I, I think the Falcons in an easy-to-win division, could could take a leap. I think Desmond Ritter could take a leap, and I wouldn't be surprised if he is a you know at least average or serviceable NFL started quarterback. I like Ritter, but as of now, he's got to be number fifteen in this list because he's just you know he hasn't done anything. Number fourteen, I'll put Bryce Young. Um, I'm not overwhelmed with Bryce Young. I, I could see the path for him being a solid to good NFL quarterback. And maybe I'll I'll be dead wrong in this. I'd be surprised if he's a superstar. Guys, he's small. He's just small. 
and I don't see the wow. And we can't do every time someone is small. We'll just say, well, he's Steph Curry. Well, you know, there's only, there's not many Steph Curry's out there. You know, there was a, a, an idea that maybe Trey Young in the NBA could be the next Steph Curry because he's like him. And Trey Young's a, n- a nice NBA player, but he's not in the same class as Steph Curry. Um, Bryce Young's a nice player. I don't know if he's going to be in the same class as young Russell Wilson. Um, I don't know if he's going to be the same class as a pre-injury uh, Kyler Murray, who we'll get to in a little bit here on this list. I, I don't know. I think Bryce has enough accuracy, enough acumen. I think it will be well coached by Frank Reich that I, I think there'll be a level of competency from day one with some nice talent around him there in Carolina. But he's number 14 to start his career on my list. Number 13, this rounds out the bottom tier of the NFC quarterbacks. Number 13 is Jacoby Brissett, who's going to be the starter. Uh, I'm not buying the Sam Howell thing. Jacoby Brissett's going to be the starter in Washington. He should be. Brissett's actually underrated at this point. I mean, he when you look at last year and what happened in Cleveland, he played better. Than, than, you know, their quarterback that they traded for. He played better than Deshaun Watson. I lost his name there for a second. He was better than him last year. I think Brissett is a very, very high-end backup, maybe the best backup in the NFL. And as a starter, you know, probably bottom 10 in the league, but, you know, not a disaster. The, the Washington Commanders will be a better football team next season at the quarterback position with with him, with Brissett in there, than they were with Carson. So the bottom tier NFC quarterbacks as we work our way to Jalen Hurts being the top guy. Uh, Mayfield, Ritter, Young, Brissett. That's my 16 all the way to 13. That's the bottom of the tier in the NFC. The next group, unknowns um, or guys that have a lot of question marks. And that would be 12, 11, 10. And number 12, I'm putting Justin Fields. I don't understand the Justin Fields hype. Like, I could see a highlight and he can run. He might be one of the most, you know, dynamic running quarterbacks ever. But has anyone watched Justin Fields throw the football? Has anyone watched Justin Fields play a full game? Or do we just look at stats and highlights to play fantasy football? Justin Fields has not been a good player in the NFL yet. Point blank, period, end of story. He might become one, but that the truth is, he has stunk. All he does is complete less than 60% of his passes and lose football games. That's Justin Fields' NFL career. And tell me all you want about the bad players around him. Well, the Bears have added a lot in free agency. They have a lot of draft capital. You know, they've obviously traded down from one to, to nine and added a lot of draft capital. He better be good. I mean, I could, plain as they see, he could run. But I see a lot of comparisons to Josh Allen, to Jalen Hurts, to Lamar Jackson. You know, especially in the Hurts and Jackson, you know, realm, they improved quickly. You saw athleticism, you saw something, and then they jumped quickly. Fields had two years he hasn't jumped as a thrower. I mean, he really has not jumped as a thrower. I am. I'm not sure Justin Fields will be a good NFL quarterback. I, I, I really am. I'm surprised the Bears. They must just not like this quarterback class. Did what they did and, and and try to build around him again. He's number twelve for me. How about win some football games before I put you over that number eleven is Jordan Love. Um, it's funny watching the way people have talked about Love since he was drafted and then the saga and now the fact that Rodgers is out of the NFC. This is Jordan Love's team. I think he's going to be a, a better quarterback than than some do. I actually saw some things when he played against the Eagles last year and uh, through you know through a pretty yeah, had a pretty good number of stats in that fourth quarter. Um, I think Love has has a chance, and I think they've improved the team around him. They got a, a high first round pick they could use on maybe another wide receiver or a tight end. I like Christian Watson with him. I think Jordan Love three years into that offense with a good coach in the floor, good offensive system. I think he's got a chance to be better than people think. And maybe the drop off from 2022 Rogers to 2023 love won't be that big. So he's number 11 for me in the NFC. Number 10 is Kyler Murray. Part of this is because I think he's just a loser. I mean, I I don't, I could, I can't say it stronger than that. I just don't think the guy's a winner. I hate his demeanor on the field. I hate his body language. Athleticism clearly off the charts. 
arm you know, talent is off the charts. He has so much talent. And at one point when he came out of school, I liked him. I've become the opposite of a fan of Kyler Murray. I don't think he's a winner. He's, he's a mobile Jay Collar. That's what I look at when I see him. He's number 10 and he's hurt. So that, that hurts his status as well. So my bottom two tiers in the NFC will go 10 through 16. Just kind of round it out for you. 10, Murray. 11, Jordan Love. 12, Justin Fields. 13, Jacoby Brissett. 14, Bryce Young. 15, Desmond Ritter. 16, Baker Mayfield. All right, let's get to the top nine in the NFC as we work our way to Jalen Hurts and really which tier he belongs in and who's with him in that tier. NFC quarterbacks. Next, I'm going to put like the mid-tier. Okay, these guys all, you know, all have – people like these guys in different, you know, realms. It's a matter of how good they are and can they sustain and do it again or get back to a high level. Number nine is Brock Purdy. He'd be higher for me if he didn't get hurt, if we didn't know when he was coming back, if we didn't know how the elbow was going to affect him. You know, Purdy and Murray both coming off of major injuries last year. But we can't deny Purdy played outrageously good football when he got in there. I mean, outrageously good football to the point where I thought the NFC Championship game, Eagles 49ers, was going to be a toss-up game. And then obviously, you know, Hassan Reddick knocks Purdy out and the game became very one-sided. But I, I think Purdy could play. And I think the Niners found something there. It's a matter of can he recover from the Tommy John? Can he get back on the field? Will he be affected? But Brock Purdy at number nine, but he could be a very, very quick riser on this list of NFC quarterbacks. Number eight is Geno Smith. Geno is very difficult to, to rank. Based on last year, he should be higher. There also is a career that says he shouldn't be higher. You know, this is one of those things where you look at it like, what do I do with Geno Smith? I put him eight. If he backs it up again, he'll end up higher on next year's list. I'm skeptical he will. We'll see if the Seahawks end up uh, taking a quarterback in the 2023 draft. So Geno, number eight. Number seven, a guy that I, I don't, I've never understood the national media hype for, and that's Derek Carr. Derek Carr, you know, I mentioned a few minutes ago with Justin Fields, obviously different kinds of quarterbacks, you know, pocket guy, mobile guy. But Derek Carr has got some of this, this thing that Justin Fields is getting already where people like him and I say, where's the winning? Why? Why do you like him? National media fawns over Derek Carr. It, it, the guy loses. I mean, every time he plays a football game, he basically loses the game. He has chances to win games, close games. He loses. I thought the Raiders moved the football better last year when Jared Stidham went out there. He quit on his team then the last season. You know, he went on a, a free agency tour this year, and it was, it was one of the saddest ones. The Jets kind of wanted him, but obviously didn't because they wanted Rodgers. The Panthers were kind of half in, and the Saints end up getting him. I mean, good luck. I, I, I think Derek Carr is the definition of, of a seven-win quarterback. Seven, eight on his best day. He had that good year in 2016. He got hurt. He's never been the same. I'm not a fan. I don't think the Saints will um, will look favorably back on that contract. Carr at number seven. Number six, Daniel Jones. That rounds out this kind of a mid-tier. Daniel Jones reminds me of Alex Smith, of early career Alex Smith. Bad coaching, got good coaching, turned it around. I think he's going to be a pretty good quarterback moving forward. So he's pretty good. Jones at six, Carr at seven, Geno eight. Purdy 9, Murray 10, Love uh, Love 11, Fields 12, Brissett, Bryce Young, Ritter, Mayfield. Those are your 6 or 16. Let's get to the tier number 2. And tier number 2 goes like this. Matthew Safford at number 5. I'll put respect on his name if he can get healthy. Number 4 is Kirk Cousins. Always been a Kirk fan. Kirk is a good NFL quarterback. He reminds me of Trent Green. He'll probably never win anything. But you score a lot of points with Kirk Cousins as your quarterback. And everyone around the NFL knows that. At number three, and I, I, I've always liked this guy. He's like a better than Carson Wentz, so he used to fight about it on WIP. It's Jared Goff. Has anyone looked at what Jared Goff did at the end, end of last season, especially at home? I think the Lions are going to be a significant, and I mean significant, contender in the NFC this year. I think we'll see an Eagles-Lions playoff game. 
And I have Jared Goff as my number two quarterback in the NFC. If he plays like he did at the end of last season, he will be number two by the end of the season. Goff, when he's protected and the Lions have a good O-line, can play well. I mean, that, that, that has been his career. It's always been like, what is he going to do without Sean McVay? Well, last year he did better than Sean McVay without Sean McVay. So like, I think we need to stop that he was just completely a product of Sean McVay. What he is is a solid quarterback that needs talent around him. That, that's, that's Jared Goff, and he has a lot of talent around him in Green Bay right now. Number two, I have Dak Prescott. And, and you know what that means. That means there's an extra tier here because I promised you that Jalen Hurts is in his, a different tier. So Jalen Hurts, and I'll get to Hurts in a second to round this out. But I put Dak at two, and this is based on track record. Last year, I know he led the league in interception percentage. He had a terrible game against the 49ers. He did play an outrageously good playoff game against the Bucs. That's why right now he's ahead of he's ahead of Goff. But I, I, I had trouble separating Dak, Goff, Cousins as that number two in the NFC. I thought about Goff. You know, if I had to win a game today, I would take Dak. But man, Goff's close to that. I put Dak too because he had that high-level playoff game last year in Tampa Bay. I know it was against a seven-win team, but a high-level high-level playoff game he had. Uh, but then he fell apart in San Francisco in the second round. So let's get to Hurts now. So just to kind of round it out, two through sixteen in the NFC: Dak, Goff, Cousins, Stafford. That's that's that second tier. Third tier, you know, middle tier: Jones, Carr, Geno, Purdy. Next tier, the kind of a lot, a lot to prove. Murray, Love, Fields. Last tier between Young and Old, and kind of what are we talking about? Brissett, Bryce Young, Ritter, Mayfield. That's the NFC quarterbacks. And number one by a long shot, and it's why I put him in a tier above. I, I don't think Dak Prescott is is in Jalen Hurts's class right now as an NFL quarterback. Jalen Hurts last year played in the mix with the AFC greats, with Patrick Mahomes, with Joe Burrow, with Josh Allen. Jalen Hurts is a tier above in the NFC. His running ability and his passing ability and his leadership and his toughness. And he has that, kind of the opposite of some of these guys. The guy's just flat-out winner. All he does is win, and he's able to do what it takes every Sunday, however the game kind of expresses itself to do the job. Jalen Hurts is the number one quarterback by a lot in the NFC health will be the only thing and the only thing that keeps him from a yearly spot above the rest of this group. Now, maybe at some point someone else jumps up or the NFC drafts another good quarterback and he competes with us. But right now, no. Right now, it's Jalen Hurts all alone atop the NFC quarterback ranking to round it out. Hurts number one by himself, tier one. Tier two, Dak, Goff, Cousins, Stafford. Tier three, Jones, Carr, Geno, Purdy. Tier four, Murray, Love, Fields. Tier 5, the bottom, Brissett, Bryce Young, Ritter, Mayfield. Those are the NFC quarterback tiers, rankings with Aaron Rodgers for the first time in a very long time. Not a Packer, not in the NFC. Should be an incredible year. Back tomorrow with takes on the NFL draft, what the Eagles should do with 10, what they should do with 30. This has been WIP Daily. Follow anywhere you get your podcast. We're here every single day, Monday to Friday, with the big take of the day. And, of course, the best content from around everything done on the air and podcasts at WIP. Hertz alone, Tier 1, NFC quarterbacks, everyone else, a tier or two or three or four below Jalen Hurts.